Good morning. Today is Thursday. It is the 8th of, oh my goodness. September. September. This is the 8th of September. Bluetooth it is pairing. Bluetooth pairing. It's 2022, and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. Yippee doo.
morning, guys. Uh, lift up a prayer for her. We'll lift up a prayer for uh, your husband, Sister Diane, as well. Good morning. I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> Good morning, Brother Larry, Sister Melissa, Latner, Dawn, Nadim from Pakistan. Hallelujah. Who else? Donna Mae, Kay. Hallelujah. Peggy. Laura. Jacinda. Diane. God bless you guys. David Smith. Love you guys. Thank you for being here this morning. Uh, whatever time you watch today, we appreciate you watching today and uh, being here with us. So I looked through all the comments. I did not see any questions. I did see a comment. Uh, from, oh, let's do this. Daybreak is a ministry of Church Without Walls. There's our website, cwow10.com, if you want to keep your, uh, if you want to keep up with us, see what's going on in our world. Thank you for that. Uh, Sister Melody Axe, you said, and I know you'll watch later today, but still, I'm going to talk to you prophetically. <laughs> you said it's a lot to digest, so, uh, I, I'm, that's the truth. That that is the truth. Today we want to talk about the fifth seal, and we'll just read it. We're going to read the fifth seal, and then I'm going to go back and try to see if I can simplify everything, make it really really easy. Okay, fifth seal. We're in Revelation chapter six, verse nine. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God. Slain for the word of God. And for the testimony which they held. They were killed for the word of God and for the testimony they, they held. They were followers of the Lord. And they were killed. And they cried with a loud voice. And here's what they said. How long, O Lord, holy and true? until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. So when he opens a fifth seal, and maybe we could even call this great tribulation seal, uh, the cry is from the altar, the souls under the altar, he sees these prayers go up. They're crying out, how long, O Lord, until you judge and avenge our blood? On those who dwell on the earth. In verse 11, then a white robe was given to each one of them. These We will see these guys in chapter 7 again. And it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was complete. And so he sees with the opening of the fifth seal, we see the cry of the martyrs. The cry of those who have been killed for the word of God. Their prayers is going up. Lord, how long till you judge and avenge our blood on those that's on the earth? In other words, you bring justice. Bring justice to those that are on the earth. And here's what they heard. Wait. Not that justice isn't coming. It is. But you must wait until the full number. The implication is a full number that we have shared before, I mean, this goes all the way back to Genesis when God directs 
his people a different way, he says, because their iniquity is not yet full. And there's this concept within the scripture that there's a filling up of sin. There's a filling up of sin. You know, sometimes people think because their sin's not judged quickly that they got by with it. That's not it. That's not how it works. There's a filling up of sin. It's like it fills up a cup of sin and iniquity and unrighteousness and unjustice. And then when it gets full, because when, when all is said and done, everybody, all that's on earth, that's under the earth, everybody's going to say, God, you are holy, you are right, you are just. Everything you have done is the right thing to do. And everybody got what they deserved. Okay, and there's a, a pouring out. But also, not only is there a pouring out of the sin, but there's a full number of martyrs. There's a full number of martyrs that has to be completed. And that's according to the Lord until the, the rest of those. Now, everybody is not uh, going to be martyred, of course. You know, there's there, there, that's not how it's going to work. But there is a full number. And uh, like we, we said, I mean, there's martyrs now. There's been martyrs for 2,000 years in Christianity. There's martyrs today. You know, I've had other people from around the world, and I won't talk about it much, send me videos of our brethren and what they're going through right now in different parts of the world. It ain't so easy to preach the gospel everywhere, right? It's dangerous in some places. However, the 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 justice of the Lord will come and we will be vindicated and God will be vindicated and Jesus will be vindicated. And so now let's try to put this, what we have just read up to here in, in a, in a simple, let, let's just simply talk about it. Okay. Number one, we said there's a seven year period. Okay. Seven years. Number two, the abomination of desolation we've saw and studied that in the middle of the week, so in the middle of that seven-year period, something happens that Jesus labels the abomination of desolation. This starts a final time period of the three and a half years. We know that Jesus said after the abomination of desolation, then he labels the time right after that, the great tribulation or the tribulation, the great one. And then, so we know that after, and then, we know that after the tribulation, that's when the sign of the Son of Man happens. Okay, so here's what we have so far with the opening of the seals. We have opening seal number one, a false Messiah, false Christ uh, on conquest, conquering and to conquer. What does that lead to? Seal two, war. Peace is taken from the earth and there is war everywhere. War. There's no peace. Number three, what that leads to number three. What happens is, what happens with war? Famine, starvation, right? There's not enough to go around. The prices skyrocket. The economic collapse, if you would say, or, or something similar to it, which leads to number five, widespread death. I mean, number four, excuse me. Which leads number four, widespread death. A quarter of the population of the earth dies. And they die from the sword, speaking of uh, war. They die from starvation. Okay. There's not enough to eat. Then it, sim it simply says end of death, which is talking about disease, pestilence. Okay. 
that and what happens when all these things take place and and then the beast also are starving and so many people are killed by the beast of the earth because they are also going crazy right and so and then we've got to the fifth seal and he just sees all uh, souls under the altar and so somewhere during this time now here's what we don't know it seems like the seal one begins the final seven years or seal number one begins the abomination of desolation don't know exactly which right but we do know that something's going on now to put this in context and to help make this simple let's go back to the sermon on the mount not the sermon on the mount but the olivet discourse we call it and it's Jesus prophesying about the end times. Going back, Matthew chapter 24, okay? Uh, and these things are good for you to read over and over and over. Here's what I've noticed. Over the years, all of a sudden, because when you read, you skip things. You read it, but you don't look at every word. And then as you get more and more familiar with these texts, all of a sudden things start jumping out to you that maybe you've never seen before. So we've just read that. The seals... Now let's go back and read what Jesus talks about the end because his disciples had asked him, uh, what's, when's these things going to happen? Talking about the destruction of Jerusalem. And what will be the sign of your coming? There's a sign of your coming. What should we look for to know that you're coming in the end of the age? We would say the end of the world or the end of the age when it shifts. Now I'm going to start with verse 4 and I'm going to read quickly. We're in Matthew 24. Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and will deceive many. That's false Christ. You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Right? See that you're not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Okay? For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines. Famines. Starvation. Famines. Pestilences. Diseases. Pestilences. Remember the fourth horse? Death and hell followed, right? Hades followed him. And death, there's talking about death of the physical body. Hades is the spiritual prison, right? Death takes the physical body. Hades, or hell, is following with him. Earthquakes in various places. And then Jesus says in verse 8, all these are the beginnings of sorrows. And so that's why it, you can almost see that the opening of what we read with seal number one seems to line up with what we would call the birth pains or the beginning of sorrows. These things have to happen, but we're not in labor yet, right? Verse 9, then, then, there's a change happens, then, so all this happens, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. Who's you? He's speaking to his disciples, his followers, and then through them, through the apostles, to all of us, right? We're all the descendants of the apostles. We believe what the apostles teach. Then they shall deliver you, 
to tribulation and kill you. You shall be hated. There's going to be a turning. Hated of all nations for my name's sake. Jesus told his disciples. I ain't making this up. I'm reading this. This is the words of Jesus, not the words of a preacher. And then shall many be offended and will betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and defeat, deceive many. Right? And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will wax cold. And he who endures to the end shall be saved. Hallelujah. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world to witness to all nations. Even though the followers are hated, they're going to be preaching. You know, the, there's going to be the, the gospel is going to go out, okay, to all the world. God's still giving people a chance. Hallelujah. Then look at verse 15. And this is going to make a lot more sense tomorrow. But verse 15, therefore, when you shall see, this is Jesus talking. We've talked about it a lot. Therefore, when you shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, means he moves into the holy place, the temple. Whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who be in Judea, the brunt of this starts in Jerusalem. In Judea. When that Antichrist betrays all the people he made a covenant with. He's coming to take over Jerusalem. Come and take over the temple. Take over Jerusalem. Jesus says, when you see that happen in the holy place, get out of Dodge. Get out. You listen, you believe what I'm saying. Judea, get out of there. Get into the mountains. Run up into the mountains. Don't turn around and get anything out of your house. I mean, just go. Get out of there, right? And then he says, woe to those. And then let's let's go on. Don't even look back. Don't even look back. Don't, don't go to get your stuff. Nothing, he says. And, then, and during that time, if somebody starts saying, oh, look, here's, here's Messiah. Or look, there's Messiah. That's in verse 26. Don't believe them. Don't be listening to them. There's a lot of falseness going to be going on. But you'll know when the Lord returns, he says, because like the lightning shines from the east to the west, so, so shall it's going to be when I come back. It ain't going to be a question mark. I wonder when he's coming. No, everybody's going to know. We'll see that when the sixth seal is open. Now look at verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. So now Jesus says, here's what starts the great tribulation. So somewhere in these seals we've been reading, somewhere in that the abomination of desolation took place, right? If we were to put it on a chart, where would we put it? Don't know. Is it in the beginning? Is it, you know, right after the fourth seal or is it, where is it? You know, that's, and remember, this is a discussion that we have among family. Can I get an amen? Yeah. This is, we're saved by grace through faith. We're born again because we believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We read about eschatology, the end time things, because, it, you know, we need to be knowing what to look for in the world, and we need to be ready, and we need to be prepared to love the Lord, to love our King, right? 
And uh, maybe we see him re return and we're changed in a twinkling in the eye and we meet him on the clouds. Hallelujah. Uh, but if things get bad before then, we need to be prepared to live and die for our Lord. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give her light. The powers of heaven shall be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the heaven. There's a sign coming of the Son of Man. He said, what will be the sign? Remember, all the way back in three, what will be the sign of your coming? Okay, immediately after the tribulation, that's when the sign is coming. Here's some things that's going to happen. There's going to be earthquakes. Now, the sun is going to be darkened and the moon is not going to give her light, right? Stars are going to be falling from heaven. And, and so people say, what does that mean? You know, is meteor showers. Well, the, the, the word in the Greek speaks about asteroids or those kinds of things. The stars will fall from heaven. The powers of heaven will be shaken then will be the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And then, verse 31, and then and he will send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet. So that's a shofar. And what's, what's going to happen? They will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Hallelujah. All right, so I hope that simplified. Praise the Lord. So tomorrow then we're going to look at, for Fear Not Friday, we're going to look at, now let's go back to Revelation chapter 6, verse 12. And let's just go ahead and read it, and then we'll say the Lord's Prayer and get off. And I looked when he had opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake. Ooh. The sun became black. Sackcloth, it, it, it became dark, right? Black as a sackcloth of hair. The moon became like blood. That is, it darkened the moon too. The stars of heaven fell to the earth. Oh, even as a fig drops, fig tree drops its late figs when it's shaken by mighty wind. It sounds like we just read that, right? The words of Jesus. Just read that. See, it's they made the Lord made it simple for us. Then the sky receded. It's a scroll when it's rolled up. Every mountain island moved out of its place. Rich men of the earth, great men, the kings of the earth, rich men, commanders, the mighty men, slave men, free men hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of His wrath has come. Who shall be able to stand? Now, so now, for simplicity, Jesus told us immediately after the great tribulation of those days. Here's what starts the tribulation. There's going to be a time of trouble, Jesus says, like there was never before and never will be again. And then immediately after that, hello, hello, Yeah, but it was 726, so it was later. All right, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. All right, guys. Love you, love you, love you. See you tomorrow for Fear Not Friday. Bye. Weird.